Hello and welcome to this edition of Sound Teaching. The following words were written by Alexander Campbell way back in 1830, and yet they are as relevant today as they were then. I quote, If there was no error in principle or practice, then controversy, which is only another name for opposition to error, real or supposed, would be unnecessary. If it were lawful or if it were benevolent to make a truce with error, then opposition to it would be both unjust and unkind. If error were innocent and harmless, then we might permit it to find its own quietus or to immortalize itself. But so long as it is confessed that error is more or less injurious to the welfare of society, individually and collectively considered, then no man can be considered benevolent who does not set his face against it. In proportion as a person is intelligent and benevolent, he will be controversial if error exists around him. Hence the Prince of Peace never sheathed the sword of the Spirit while he lived. He drew it on the banks of the Jordan and threw the scabbard away. Recently I heard a sermon preached that was entitled The Politically Incorrect Gospel. The preacher in his sermon noted that no matter what is preached, someone will potentially be offended. And to illustrate his point, he turned to Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. He read the first four words, In the beginning, God. And then he stopped. And he noted that he had just offended the atheist who denies that God exists. He read one more word, created, and noted that he had offended the evolutionist. He also noted, correctly, that a simple reading and affirmation of the Genesis account now offends some brethren as well. Imagine living in an age where if we defend the simple creation account against those who advocate the earth evolved over billions of years, we offend our brethren and are castigated for exposing the error. Imagine living in an age where if we defend Jesus' plain teaching concerning divorce and remarriage, as per Matthew 19.9, against those who teach error, we offend brethren and are castigated for our efforts. Imagine living in a time where if we admonish brethren who are dressing immorally, drinking socially, gambling, and generally lowering their moral standards to where they are nearly identical to the world, we offend brethren and are castigated for upholding the sanctity of our calling. Imagine living in a time where if we mark the false teacher convict the gainsayer, expose the errorist, we offend brethren and are castigated for contending for the faith once for all delivered to the saints, as indicated in Jude 3. Imagine living in a time which is characteristic of the warnings given by the apostle in 2 Timothy 4, 3-4, where he wrote, The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. Imagine that if we fulfill Paul's command for action in that scenario, to preach the word and be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching, as indicated in verse 2 of the text, that we offend brethren and are castigated for our efforts to rebuke and to exhort. Well, actually, it's not necessary to imagine such a time as we are in such a state today. In response to such apathy and tolerance of sin, we must continue to preach and defend the truth against error and sin. Christians who do so will offend others. 
Exposing sin is what God our Savior killed. John 3 and verse 19 and following, This is the condemnation that the light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. And brethren will castigate us for characterizing any Christian as an evildoer or false teacher. However, time and again, such were named in the New Testament. Those who are walking unworthily deserve censure. As Paul said, I urge you, brethren, note those who cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. To do less would be to do too little. As in any age, we must preach the truth in love regardless of who we may offend. As Romans 3 and verse 4 states, Let God be true, but every man a liar. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the Westside Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.